0: Chino Boot.
1: Alright, hello and welcome to Chuna Boot. This is so weird with you guys <laughs> looking at me really <laughs> Hello and welcome to Chuna Boot. Um, this week we are recording together because the lockdown's been lifted slightly. Which is lovely. It's nice to see you guys in person from a safe distance, obviously. Two meters apart. Two meters apart, indeed. I can hardly
0: hear you over there.
1: <laughs> um Just before we start off, we just want to remind people that uh, we have our playlists on Spotify and on Apple Music. These are updated on the Sunday before the episodes are um, broadcast on the Monday or Tuesday they're put out. Mm -hmm. And um, the way we've sort of done it is we're now on the Season 2 playlist. If you are looking for this week's specific tracks, then just go to the bottom of the playlist. And the last nine that are uploaded are the nine that are on this week. The tracks that um, we speak about this week also are on the description for the episode on whatever you listen to this podcast on. So you can just check there if you're not sure which tracks are on
0: there.
2: Well, this is this is Chunabit. This is uh, the only podcast that is recorded in Liam's Flat.
0: We hope that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, <know. laughs> Don't worry, I'm not cheating. But like, we can not cheat on us our podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he does a scrubs watchback
3: one on the, <laughs> on the
2: fly yeah I used to fucking love scrubs at these. Zach Braff is a comedical genius
0: oh yeah a comedical,
3: genius. <laughs> <A> comedical <laughs>
2: genius yeah as always guys uh, like subscribe on the platforms that you're listening to us on it's uh, it's, it's going to make us bigger and better uh, that's that's all that's going to happen you don't need to do anything other than hitting a button it's not going to cost you yeah
0: but if you did it would be nice it does help us out we do appreciate it we're just a little... We're not even a tin pot station. We're not a station. We don't even have a tin or a pot.
2: I don't know what you're on about. No,
0: You know what like people would call uh, radio stations that were very small? A tin pot radio station. Have you never heard that no. phrase? <laughs> it's a real phrase. A tin pot station. <laughs> anyway, so the tracks we're discussing this week... <laughs> so weird. Doing this. I can't get my head around it. Sorry. No, it's okay. The tracks we're doing this week are as follows. Love of the Loveless by Eels lightsaber sucking blues by McCluskey, Fall by Lisa Hannigan, Hala by Mazzy Star, Out by Snash, Out of Your Mind by Adrian Lenker, Everlasting Love by Love Affair Under My Voodoo Sublime and that summer at home I had become the invisible boy become the invisible boy <laughs> that wasn't my normal brain damage stutter, that was, I couldn't see the rest of the track and I would not committed it to memory by The Twilight Sad that's not the whole track (laughs) so was it? no and the final track is That Summer At Home I Had Become The Invisible Boy by The Twilight Sad round one alright so I'm first up this week lads first time quite excited Yeah, yep and the track I've chosen is Love of the Loveless by Eels Eels are a rock band apparently Mark Oliver Everett, or his stage name is just E. E from the Eels. E from, yeah, I might.
2: Like Are the other ones uh, E, L, and S?
0: No, I'm about right to describe <laughs> No, he, he <laughs> E, Mark Oliver Everett is the only member of the band that. Has a letter for a name. Like H from Steps and that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, th- that could be true, but no, it's. <laughs> <laughs> e is the only member of the band that stays throughout it it's just him and he gets the different musicians on all of his albums that's how he does it so obviously he might work with the same people yeah there, but it's him consistently so it's Ian e Els yeah working with a bunch of other people and a bunch of other people for each album are Els <laughs> and together they are Eels right
2: is that actually true that is true
0: that's oh, Ace well, not the Els part oh
2: right that's the bit I was hoping was true <laughs> no no, he works with different artists that is re- that is really cool though
0: yeah, yeah that's, that's
1: interesting
0: and uh, what well, I wanted to put in Eels for ages uh, there's an album that uh, they slash he, e did called The Destruction, which is just phenomenal, and I wanted to put a track on from that, but I put this track on, and this has a story to it now you know my journeys, I'm Journey Jim Journey John Jim Journey jo- John Jim Story Man Jim Story Man you're familiar with the concept of an earworm a part of a song or something gets stuck in your head for ages and ages and ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes you know it, sometimes it's just a catchy song you've heard and you can't get out of your head. Now there's a, a riff in this song and I'm going to attempt to replicate it now. It just goes ba over and over and over <laughs> again. Okay? And now this goes on record as the longest time I've had a single piece of music in my head and not been able to work out what it is. Now you know that pain, yeah. But you've got something in your head and you think, I don't know what that is. I recognise mm. it and it won't Fucking stop! Yeah. I had this for over six years. Oh, fucking hell! And I would do a thing. I would play in my head, and I'd go right. I'm just gonna sit, play it over and over and over again in my head, and I'm gonna get it. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And it was driving me mental. You might have even seen me doing it sometimes, just going quiet, staring into the distance. Maybe I was thinking about that. Maybe I was just, just having a headache head with the notes. <laughs> <laughs> you just but, think you're falling asleep. Yeah. It's fine. For the benefit of the tape, I did a head movement there. Anyway, right? So for over six years, this had been plaguing me, tormenting me. Mm. I didn't know what it was, right? And I was at a friend of mine's house. He had my copy of the film, Big Nothing, on DVD. And he had it for years. And I didn't know where where it was. I've been looking for it for ages. It was one of my favourite films. When I saw it... It was one of my favourite films when I saw it. Yeah, it'd been one of my favourite films for ages, and I hadn't watched it in so long. I was like, oh, he's got it. I couldn't get it on the internet or anything. I said, oh, I'll take the DVD back with me. I didn't, I forgot. But then I bought the film. It was a Saturday night. My girlfriend Becky, she talks to her pals via the FaceChat web interface stuff.
2: You sound about fifty. I know,
0: I like like (laughs) having that up. I ordered a copy of this film, Big Nothing, and I arrived. Now, just quickly, Big Nothing, is a fantastic film. It's a really small sort of, indie film but it's got david schwimmer in it it's got simon Pegg in it and other people but it's a brilliant black-hearted dark comedy about a, a black male that goes wrong and it's very funny i recommend the film right but anyway i'm sitting there i'm having a few beers right and what do i hear <laughs> <laughs> It was like you motherfucker <laughs> it was in this film i'm telling you i went ah! <laughs> i couldn't believe it I was like, you piece of shit, that's what it is, right? So I looked it up, uh, it's not on Spotify, the album, so I looked it up on the internet, on Google, and there's was this huge long list of all the tracks that were in it, some really good songs in it. And honestly, it was like the second to last one, I was listening to all of them on YouTube, I was like, motherfucker, this isn't it. And then I got it, Eel's Love of the Loveless. Uh-huh. And I, put, I bunged it in the tune of it, and now, ironically, I can't. it doesn't get out of my head now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not any better, but... At least I know where it's from. But it's such a good feeling when you get it. So I don't really have much to say about the song. I, I really enjoyed this song, man.
1: It sticks in your... I get what you mean because it sticks in your head. I was doing the dishes or something before I came round to and was uh, singing along to <laughs> Love of Lo- uh, Love the Loveless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's got a really simple but interesting beat. It's basically two notes that just carry on throughout the whole thing. It's got a really similar sound to something that I still can't put my finger on. I'm going, like, I'm going to blur more than anything, but I still can't. Like, I don't think that's right, mm-hmm. and I'm struggling.
0: I can't, I can't figure you go. it out at all. In six years' time, we'll record an episode. Sorry,
2: next. I'll help you with that, because all my notes is just uh, talking about stuff it sounds like. <laughs> so. Oh,
0: thank God. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear that moment from me <laughs> live on YouTube. Could you imagine <laughs> that, if, if that got stuck in your head? <laughs> <laughs> just passing it on. But it's, yeah, I, I, can't,
1: I can't think what it what it actually sounds like and the closest I got was Blur but I know that's not exactly mm-hmm. what it sounds like um, yeah, when was it released? because oh. it's got that sort of 90s, 90s vibe to it mm-hmm. definitely that sort of 2003 you know what, I did look that up as well and totally forgot to write it Hi, the weed comments. singer
2: uh, invented the word shooting Annie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: <Good>. <laughs> But yeah, it's a good song man uh, it understates itself but it works really well of these simplistic values that it has only work to make it better and make it sort of like really just work as a song the middle eight as well in there where you've got that bit of a change up really helps it just give you a bit of like a bit of food in the middle mm-hmm. before you go back to the same thing or else it <laughs> might have become a bit monotonous yeah It it really annoys me that I can't think who it sounds like and I really hope that Liam helps me out here or I'm still going to be annoyed about it.
2: Hopefully, hopefully I know exactly who you're talking about. First of all, it's it's a very skater-stonery vibe. It's a very uh, feel good chilled kind of song.
1: me
2: Um. It does, what? Nenya. (laughs) Nenya. Nenya. Nenya business. (laughs) (laughs) Cranky.
1: (laughs) Cranky. That word's not used enough,
0: man. I like Uh, that. I've dropped
2: one an episode. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds very like a song I don't think you know called the Staunton Lick. Uh, sounds like the Staunton Lick, uh, which I suggest you guys listen to. I'm struggling today, fucking hell. It definitely sounds like that. The Middle Eight you were talking about has a very, very big uh, MGMT vibe. I, th- I think the song itself, and I'm hoping this is the one that you're trying to think of, Heaven is a Half-Pipe by OPM.
0: Choo- Choo-
1: so what happened there is Jim played a bit of the song and I just pointed at it. Yeah, yeah, that 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 makes a lot. Of, that, that I would never have thought of that. Yeah. But thinking about it, I did think about it. <laughs> know what that's, I mean that's what it is. It's, no, it's... It's...
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough. <laughs> that that's that's the, the as soon as it started, I was just like OPM Ace. Oh, there
0: you go. I haven't thought about that song in a very long time
2: That's a, It's a very, very good song I used
0: to sing that all the time youngsters, man mm. like,
1: I'll see when that, that came out That would have been before it, I'm pretty sure i don't
2: think so 2000 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I right?
0: Yeah, you are right Yeah, <laughs> yeah I enjoyed it though yeah, yeah. Do, eh?
2: yeah. So, my first pick of uh, season 2, episode 5, round 1 I'm, I'm not going to continue that on that was, that was a shite joke in the last episode yeah, Whitesaber, Cocksucking Blues by McCluskey. McCluskey Race. They evidently, from, from the phenomenal title of this track, they don't take themselves too seriously. Given the, the kind of music that was going about at that time like around them was uh, very different, I think that's probably one of the biggest pulls for that band. Their verses is very tongue-in-cheek, but I do think that the verses in this song just flow incredibly well. I don't know it just it just works the chorus is a bit self-indulgent and especially the second time i think that the chorus repeats itself like three four times or something like that i'm kind of just like uh oh, it's going a bit long but that's from the position of listening to it like on my phone i feel like if you were seeing that in a live setting you would just be fucking thrashing about kicking people jumping about in a mosh pit, the ace mm-hmm. so I, I do feel like there's there's a it's situational with a song yeah it's just a fucking fun song my next note again was uh, you want to be kicking about and bashing pe- into people when you're listening to this, and then uh, finally the drums are just fucking brilliant throughout. The drummer is on fucking point. He just brings everything that he's got and absolutely fucking nails it. I think the
1: drummer might have hurt himself during. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a shift, man. Like, yeah, that guy did a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, no, I liked it. First minute, I got some pixies from you. Mm-hmm. I got very the more sort of heavier pixies. Yeah. I'm thinking of the song that starts with I Got A Bucking Fee Aha <laughs> Yes. Like I got that from it. <laughs> and then I listened to it the second time and got the uh, intro tune to Misfits.
2: Yeah, the rapture. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, got that straight away. I liked the song. It verges on Screamo. I did like it, like it wasn't too much for me. It was sorta of just pulled it enough that it was like enjoy and the more I listened to it actually when I was walking this morning around is like the fifth or sixth time I'd listened to it Mm -hmm. and I actually started to like stop this whole did I like it did I not and just went yeah man I'm having this (laughs) I'm down for it the best thing about it is obviously the name as we have to say because lightsaber cock and blues is a fantastic name Mm -hmm. I think one of my favourite moments in it I can't quite pinpoint it for you in terms of like the time in the song but there's a time signature change in there Mm -hmm. where it sort of ups the ante and I think it goes from like a give me a time signature and it changes from that to an R, like a 4-4 uh, to a 12-4 or something like that it really ups the ante
2: yeah I think that's just after the, the kind of elongated chorus yes. bit and it just like kicks back in and that's just yeah. before the end of the song
1: and I thought that was really cool and worked mm-hmm. really well and overall yeah I had a good time and the more I listened to it the more a good time I had so that is yeah but yeah Pixies and a uh, bit of
0: Misfits intro was my main awesome sort of things. yeah I very much enjoyed this one it's, it's very crass but I like it, you know, crass and angry. But obviously, it's all very tongue in cheek and all very fun. And I feel like that epitomises quite a lot of punk, just in general, just having a good time. Not really, you know. You can have a lot of meaning in those songs, you know, combined with all the anger of the playing and things like that, of course. But this one's just a bit of fun. Apart from that, just amazing musicianship, which is always prevalent in things like punk and like metal and you know the the, the things that are a bit thrasher and a bit more hectic. If you actually break it all down there what they're doing, particularly in the guitars and the drums, is just, I mean, it's outstanding sort of standard, really. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we all like our indie stuff. You could just basically bass drum, snare drum, and you, you get away with it on tunes like that. But with mm-hmm. things like this, everything needs to be on point, and I think this is a good example of that. And it's, it is a perfect length for this song. This song is like one minute, 51 seconds. And I don't think it could benefit from being any longer. It mm-hmm. wouldn't benefit from being any shorter. I mm-hmm. just think, like, that is enough. You know, <laughs> I mean, I and I've got a strange relationship this is the story, but strange relationship with punk because I love it. But that'll do if you know what I mean. Yeah, that is enough for me. I get, mm. I get everything I need from it. I don't need it more. It's one of the exciting things about punk is that it just—it's a place, it's an outlet for a lot of people, and it's yeah. great. And they're all the nicest people, you know. Like the, there's that thing about horror directors always tend to be the nicest people. Yeah, mm. it's, it's, it's the same with punks that you look, might look at them and go, they look a bit terrifying, but they generally tend to be. Just the sweetest, nicest people. It's just very
2: visceral music, isn't it?
0: Yeah. There's a a
1: band from Aberdeen. One of our family friends used to be in a punk band called Sticky Delicious and the Infatuation Vibration. There you go. Perfect. Because that's a fucking name. Fantastic. What a band name. I know. All right, Diggle, what have you got for us? Before I introduce this track, I just realised that we forgot to mention our sponsor at the start of the episode. So we really need to say thank you for sponsoring us MG Horticulture. For all your grit, decorative stones and terrarium needs. Visit Martin Harley.
2: Has he given you money that we don't know about?
0: Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, he's making money with that. <laughs> yeah. Hand over fist. <laughs> you ever wanted a pen that cuts glass? No. Then? Then want one and get it from <laughs> MG Horticulture. and <laughs> just deal with getting fucking grit there, you know? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so let's go on to my song, which is Fall by Lisa Hannigan. I'm sorry to take your job away, Jim, but she's an Irish folk singer. Oh, by um, the way, McCluskey, you a punk band.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to mention. S- S- S-
2: S- that's not already apparent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even bother writing that one down.
1: <laughs> so Lisa Hannigan, she's an Irish folk singer. She began as a member of Damien Rice's band. Oh, really? Right. Yeah, that's my little fact from her and uh one a nice thing i uh saw in an article slash on wikipedia about her voice is that it draws on both opera and folk with a softness and intimacy mm. and i really like that sort of um information about i think the song truly really nice lisa hannigan's this uh one of my itunes ones from back in the day mm-hmm. when they gave you a free track a free single every week or every wednesday i think it was yep and i got a lisa hannigan one off that never thought anything of it and then listened to some more of her stuff
3: and realized that she was
1: actually quite good there's two people she reminds me of one's jessica hoop mm-hmm. who i put on the before the playlist before the podcast playlist yeah and the other's a bit lana del rey in there
3: mm-hmm. yeah definitely get from her
1: but she's just got a really nice voice she can nail the high notes and the harmonies in there are all working really nicely halfway through listening to the song again once I've started listening to it like, in the um, order that we've got it I sort of took a wee note saying it's got a bit of a female weed Eels vibe going to <laughs> it <laughs> which is quite interesting um, which is really nice that we've got the punk song to break this up a bit or else it yeah. might have been quite similar well I
2: was thinking this like uh, the the stylistic kind of choices or well, the styles of the songs you guys mm. chose kind of not, not similar like throughout but there, there's definitely there's some like blocks to, in these picks this week and then I was just like fucking punk punk
3: punk <laughs> it's exciting isn't it, it's
1: interesting yeah, if you think about it, putting songs in to disrupt the established order very punk, punk songs, very very yeah. punk yeah, you were so punk in putting the punk in. Well done. But yeah, it's a really good song. She's got a really good voice. What do you guys go for it? Will I go?
2: I've not got my phone out I've got right, it out yeah. now. I no. can go
0: now.
3: Well, oh, you go.
0: No, you go. All right. Um, <laughs> I, no, I, mate, I will absolutely love this one. Absolutely beautiful voice. I got folk pop as the oh. genre. It's, I think pop's not the right word.
2: Folk pop or faux pop?
0: Folk right anyway yeah so basically i didn't have a lot to say man just simple and gorgeous i think that sums up i think if i spoke for any longer i'll just keep repeating the same thing absolutely stunning yeah. ethereal that's the going? word i was Ooh, looking for yeah, 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 yeah it's a very eth- eth- i would say ethereal folk yeah yeah
1: was it yes. nine nice. episodes for Jim to get ethereal onto this podcast Good I, work. I, I, ethereal
0: and what's the other one I like? ephemeral, ephemeral.
2: Yeah. I think I used them within like the first two episodes, again I don't have too much to add on this, I thought it was audibly fantastic, the the, the main note that I had was this would 100% make it and will be put on my uh, my sleepy playlist which is a carefully curated um, I think about maybe 250 song Long playlist now that I've been working on since 2016, and it's going on that.
0: How long does it take you to fall asleep? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the playlist itself is probably set at about nine hours, ish. Jesus. Oh. Um, but the, start, the, 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 the point the point is is that every time I go to sleep, it's a different experience because there's so many songs on it.
0: I wasn't sagging you off. I was just doing. A wee joke.
2: Yeah, I'm just telling you what's happening. <laughs> So but yeah, no, I enjoyed it thoroughly. That was that was basically it. It's, it's going on my sleepy playlist, and I'm gonna love it.
1: Nice. I'm yeah. glad we've made this, put us put a song onto our playlist of yours that is good oh. yeah,
0: we'll be listening to that tomorrow when I'm hungover going to work. Oh. I think that'll help. And then McCluskey will come in and just <laughs> ruin the whole. Thing. <laughs> Start running
1: to work. I listen to shit when I'm going. I can't. I can't. Empty room, no sound. Terrifying. Oh. Just remember the vacuum of death. It's horrible. <laughs> What was your favourite uh, tune from the album well, well, right? No, I think Vacuum of Deaths Up. And
0: I'm <laughs> okay, so I'm quite, I wasn't as prepared as, as I thought I was going to be. I, I've got no idea. I mean, I'm going to go for Lisa Hannigan. Actually, no, I do have an idea. Lisa Hannigan. But what I mean to say is like, I normally have these prepared but I haven't mm. this time. But I'm going to go Lisa Hannigan because that's just lovely.
3: Liam?
2: Yeah, I'm going to have to go Lisa Hannigan as well.
0: What would you have went for? I would have went
1: for the Eels, I think. Just because it stuck with me. I liked McCloskey. But it took me until getting here to really like it. Yeah. yeah. I think a couple more listens and that might have been there. But just now, I would have went with
0: Eels.
2: That's going to sound ace.
0: Round two. All right, so for my first choice for round two. Oh well,
2: no, I've got I've got, I've got, an announcement. All
0: right, hold on. Announcement.
2: Do you guys like this, uh, this T-shirt that I've got on right now? Love it, why? Yeah, so it's a little tie-dye number with a, little, a, was it a go-kart or something on it. This is actually a tour t-shirt. The track list from the album's on the back. You guys see that? Yeah. Yeah. It's a Tyler the Creator t-shirt.
0: Oh. <laughs> Major beef. I Not I, yet I. want to
2: firmly cement myself on the side of Tyler the Creator and this beef between Tyler the Creator and Dougal.
0: He's yet to respond to the beef that Dougal Thompson of Boot has sort of He's laid it down. He laid the gauntlet down, and has Tyler the Creator responded? Nah, he's a pussy,
1: mate. Oh. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. He's too scared because he knows that my disc track, which will come out soon, will trump him as a better
0: musician. Big words, big words. Yeah.
2: Well, he has my support. Jim, where's where's your support? Why?
0: I am staggeringly indifferent. <laughs> <laughs> to this you're
2: you're in default position.
0: I am. I am Switzerland here. Well, no, well, Dougal's my pal, I don't really know Tyler the <laughs> very well. So yeah, I'll save side with Dougal. Thanks, man. And if he, if he comes at you and is all up in your business, I will attack. Viciously and without mercy. I appreciate that. My first track for round two this week is Mazzy Star, And they are one of my absolute favourite bands. I absolutely adore them. And the genre I have for them is alternative rock, but there was also a reviewer that described them as velvet blues which I really quite liked
2: it's a very smooth genre
0: yeah I first heard of them through the the best TV show that's ever been made The Sopranos in the episode in season one which I can't remember the name of right now they play Luke On down from the bridge at the end it's the closing credits song where AJ Tony Soprano's son is looking at him and he's starting to work out how it is he makes his money what kind of man he is and it's a beautiful scene and then Jim Gandolfini What playing Tony Soprano obviously looks over and just gives a little smile. It's just a beautiful moment. It's a fantastic song. uh, Look on down from the bridge. It was also used in Rick and Morty Hmm. in the scene, the sequence where Morty buries himself.
2: Oh Christ! Yeah,
0: that's the song that's playing. Yeah, yeah. Now I have a thing which I annoy my partner Becky about when a, a song, a film or a TV show uses a song that was used in another film or TV show really well and then they use it I've always hated that it really annoys me. I remember Tarantino talking about it how Dirty Dancing used Be My Baby but Martin he'd used it in Mean Streets and it's kind of like well how dare you sort of thing I mean it's fair enough that's taken on a whole other meaning of its own but I don't mind Rick and Morty for using that song because it works so well and it's a beautiful sequence so you know what no beef with Rick, and, <laughs> Rick or Morty or this Dan is the first episode that
2: we've not had any beef starting so far
0: yeah, <laughs> we <laughs> like to create beef here at Tudor. The only <laughs> renewed beef in this episode, we <laughs> never started any new ones. <laughs> well, so, anyway, so that is where I got introduced to them, was through Sopranos, and I just, I've just i been in awe of them ever since. And so I went for this song, which is Hallow, which is the first song on their album, She Hangs Brightly. And it's just a, an absolutely stunning song. It's It's very hypnotic and sort of intoxicating, the way it sounds. Her voice in particular so and also we lost David Roback he died in February this year he's one of the cool co-founders cool of the band the producer and uh, the co cool songwriter for the majority of the songs Died at 61 this year so shout out to him um, big loss uh, it's, they're just an amazing band they, they don't really venture too far out of this sound yeah it's just beautiful man. there's not a whole again it's not a whole lot to say about them but I just wanted to include them in in tune about because I've been a huge fan of them for years and to maybe introduce them to people to another track and maybe give them more of a listen than just that one song again very similar to the Lisa Hannigan song that we had before just very simple, beautifully sung nice lyrics and that's really about it, what do you guys reckon?
1: yeah I, I totally agree with this very similar to the Lisa Hannigan song that was on before but it's got something else and what I wanna say about this song is it's a really good lesson in slowly developing a song because it could um run the risk of being the same throughout, but it's got this really slow development and builds up and builds up and it's got this lovely end to it and like the solo that comes in, is really nice and helps the song evolve. I was getting a bit of a big thief vibe from it. Mm. Uh, point. and then I got a bit more of a country vibe from her singing yeah. a bit of country western yeah it's simple and easy to listen to and my last note which is the dumb diddy dumb diddy dumb bit from verse to chorus mm. um, <laughs> is really pleasing and it's uh, I mean if you're looking for the music turn it's a perfect cadence which is going from the first note to the fifth note so like a C to a G or a G to a C it's like a perfect end to something mm. but it just really works and it's got this satisfying noise to it that really helps it sort of finish off a movement and move on to the next movement and I think the song has that throughout and does it really well really enjoyed it, very good very, um, I didn't know what to think of, uh, the when I looked at it I didn't know what I was getting into the name, mm. and then I listened to the song and had a bloody good time so thank you very much for having that on the and, um, didn't know they did the soprano and Rick and Morty, didn't know they were the same song used, mm-hmm. but I'm happy I do now so thanks for the thanks for the journey and the story, Jim No problem, my man
2: Yeah, that's just a, 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 a really, really sweet song, and again it's going to be making uh, making its way on my sleepy playlist
0: If we could put Liam to sleep and, you know, we will have done our job <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fucking hell
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't struggle, I'll just Make
2: it worse for you. Oh god! <laughs> 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 I don't know if that should get cut or not. Well, I'll keep it it's Depends on nice. the context, I suppose. Well, I was, I
0: was, I was just joking
1: about suffocating you to death. Okay. <laughs> it's what All happens on. when you side with Tyler, man? <laughs>
2: That's right. <laughs> One of the parts that stood out for me was the the guitar in between the verses was really very very cool. Mm. Um, is that the guitar solo you were talking about? Yeah. Um, very very good. Um, the chorus is ace, but the the one point in the song that I was just like this is this is amazing was uh, that last line. What is it, baby? You won't change. Wait, what is it? The, 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 sorry, that was that was my notes. <laughs> <laughs> that that last line. What is it, baby? You won't uh, won't you change your mind? She went all Lou Reed on that yeah, on the, the last yeah, time yeah. she did. it yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. fucking loved that. I do feel like the the last chorus i kind of wanted that to repeat one more time but that was my only that was my only um critique of the song
0: yeah one thing i sort of touched on i didn't really talk about is just the tone of the guitar that they get in this i don't know how you guys would describe it but it's just unreal isn't it it's just yeah
2: absolutely i mean
0: it's simple it's probably I, i couldn't play it but it's simple enough but it is more about the tone and the, the feel of it rather than, you know, going up and down, making yeah. hitting all the notes and like that, just taking a couple of simple things. And mm. The way it's played is much more important than what is being played. Yeah. And, yeah. Well,
1: I think that's a bit of a theme running from uh, Eels to this. It is sort of, like, simplicity done very fucking well. Yeah. Because you can have simple songs that are just dull and on un- it, just uninteresting, nothing, nothing like you couldn't sit and have a five minute discussion on it Mm -hmm. we have you can because (laughs) (laughs) it's just done so well it just it it can only add to the song having simplicity in it and it's very strange concept to have it's very i don't know it juxtaposes itself but it does really well yeah no absolutely very delicate but Mm. very good uh liam yeah what's your song for this round
2: the song that I've picked for this round is Whiteout by Snash. I'm pretty sure it's Snash, isn't it?
0: Snash, yeah. Yeah,
2: Snash, which is Jim.
0: As far as I'm aware, it's a Glaswegian word for if, you're, you, know, if you were to give someone a row or a bollock and you'd be giving them some Snash. Oh. Or it could mean just talking shit. He was just talking a load of Snash. Didn't believe a word of it. I like that. I yeah. like that
2: a lot. Glasgow word, Glasgow band. Another band that has next to nothing on Spotify. I think it's about four or five singles or something again.
1: Excellent. An R Liam, pick that you can get through in 20 minutes.
2: These were one of the picks that I found from when I was searching for... Like, having a look through all the Scottish bands that I knew. And this one popped up on the radio, like the Spotify radio, um, when I was looking for that. So uh, very, very thankful for that. It's just thrashy, punky goodness, in my opinion. (laughs) <laughs> Be- best way to describe it,
3: 100.
2: percent Very, very big sleeves feel. Where uh, I'm a big fan of them as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. Jim actually, because I let Jim listen to this track before I uploaded it, and he said he got a little bit like some of the heavier LaFontaine's work as well. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I've got uh,
1: yeah, I've got something that's quite similar to that. Yeah, in my
2: notes. It's just got that good kicking the shit, out of shit vibe, which. You know Say that again, the 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 good kicking the shit out of shit vibe is what I just said, and I, I feel I feel like that kind of sums it up <laughs> yeah. some of the production on this though is excellent. I, I love that one line where they drop the the vocals like pitch down a wee bit eh? I think that, that just out of nowhere it's ace love that and again, the drums on this track are just on point. Mm. I really don't have much more to say in that I, I just really fucking enjoy it it's just fun it's just good fun
0: uh, they're a punk rock band well done and I don't know if there's a distinction between punk rock and punk this is definitely more punk rock than the last band I'd say. Yeah. yeah. the last one was definitely more just thrashy mentalness mm-hmm. whereas this one did have a more of a more of a rocky vibe mm-hmm. to it uh, yeah so I'm just going to read them as I wrote them great attitude and swagger to it don't have a great deal of insight as i am not very knowledgeable on the genre right Yep. again really fun but that is enough for me (laughs) like that one song didn't make me want to listen to more of it Mm -hmm. because it's just i as i said before i respect punk as a genre and the the musicianship is just so good but just the overall sound of it isn't my thing so i'm never gonna get into this band from start to finish or anything like that yeah even though I said it's nice to do that before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I'll, I'll, I'll drop in every now and again because it's, it's good to mix up. It's good to know that this stuff this stuff is around. I've got a huge appreciation for it, but it's just never going to be a daily mm-hmm. thing that I'll sit and listen to it. But this was a very good example of it. really enjoyed it. Fun lyrics. Just having a good time. Awesome. Yeah, man. This is
1: my style of punk rock, I reckon. This is the shit that I enjoy mm-hmm. when you're getting punk rock into it. It's really good. It's just messy and mental. Mm. and I think that's just it adds to it more than anything else like it's just a nice sound that's going in I'm loving the Scottishness that's coming out of the lead singer Yep. because like to begin with you don't register it as much and then the more you listen to it and the more you get into it you can sort of start to hear that twang coming through and I, I love a good I love a band that does a bit of Scottishness to their singing I yeah. think that it can add to it sometimes it's not in the right place but this is a band that is doing it in the right place I was getting a wee bit of DC Fontaines. There we go, that's the Which is like, yeah, <laughs> Irish La Fontaines. Yep. So, I got a bit of that and then it clicked, and it's a band called The Subways. You ever listen to a band called I don't think I'm listening to Subways, now. Cool, I will put them up at some point. Amazing. There's a song called Rock and Roll Queen that they do. Uh, I started listening to The Subway. I used to have. So, I started getting into punk sort of shit. Mm-hmm. I used to have this babysitter years ago um, when I was. You know, young enough to have a babysitter come in and look after us. Yeah. She was a family friend uh, sort of daughter or something like that mm-hmm. and she'd come around with all this punk shit mm-hmm. and we'd just listen to it and like, I, like back when you had to put the CDs in to fucking mean, put them on your iTunes library and stuff like that <laughs> used to do that all and that's where I got like you know your uh, Panic at the Disco, Taking Back Sunday all this sort of shit like mm-hmm. quite sort of more pop punk than punk rock yeah, but then you got a bit more punk rock, and the subways came into that,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and they're awesome. Like I really like them, and uh yeah, when I put, upload them, which might be the <laughs> next time we upload a song, because yeah. I've got an idea now, they'll be in there. But they've got that same sort of proper punk rock, not too much screaming. Yeah, good fucking messy mental music behind it. Absolutely. But I really enjoyed this song. So again good. Awesome. Nice to get some punk in your life. I know. Brings me back to being 13 when I was, (laughs) that's all I listened to. The
2: long hair. (laughs) The long hair and a bullion. I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) On you go.
1: Uh, Cool. So this song is Out of Your Mind by Adrian Lenker. She is the lead singer of Big Thief, who will appear on this um, podcast at some point all three of us are big fans we've all went to see Big Thief together and her voice is just one of the most unique things I've ever heard in my life there's like there's nothing else like it out there she's got this stunning thing about her she's described as a folk artist sorry to take it away from you but I looked this up because I was really interested to see what genres that they put in and they mm. said folk and I get that but I don't think that encompasses the whole thing about her no. because there's just something and i chose i I think i chose this song because it's got obviously it's got big thiefy elements in it Mm -hmm. if you like but it's sort of a bit of a departure as well in some ways and i love it i was looking into writing her solo stuff so she started doing solo stuff long before she got together with big thief Mm -hmm. and her first album that came out in 2006 is written with material that she wrote with her dad when she was between the ages of 11 and 14. Wow, and I think that's quite cool yeah. I think it's like, to put that it was your first album as well I, mean, I remember the songs I wrote when I was between 11 and 14 and none of them um, are anywhere in the world to be seen anymore because they were shit but I just <laughs> I really love this song it's got a beautiful intro to it and then you get the voice coming in and my notes exactly say and the goosies flare up like nothing on earth because mm-hmm. they do it shows how well she can sing a melody mm-hmm and carry on and she has this way of being able to sing sharp notes and make them enjoyable like there's a sharp like so many singers can butcher sharps mm-hmm. when they're singing but uh, Adrienne Lenker does it and mm-hmm. she can do it fucking well and the guitar in the background complements it really nice my favorite lyric in it is demons are the dragon she is not a dragon but I'm afraid of her fire I don't know what it means, but I fucking love it. <laughs> That's good. Going in, And I just love it. I, I mean, I know we're all fans of her, but I just love this song, love her solo stuff. And yeah, good. What mm. do you guys think of it?
2: Well, I'll start us off by saying that until you said just before we started recording, I didn't know this was the lead singer of Big Thief. I, I don't know how. Uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd be speaking about it with Louise and saying, oh yeah, she sounds like Big Thief, but didn't even bother to look up. Please take these as I didn't know them as big. Uh, no, it was Big Thief singer. Distorted guitar, good. Love the melody of the song. However, I would is she singing sharp? Because to me, it sounded like she was singing slightly flat. Yeah, and sharp. I don't know. I just I, I I personally couldn't deal with it. And it might have been an artistic choice, but it didn't really work for me. The emotions in there are there, and the rest of the song is decent enough. But the vocals had such negative impact on my listening experience that I just couldn't really. Enjoy enjoy the song as much as I would like to have but I just think this time it just didn't work for me personally
0: I hate to do this to you man but I, I found this almost impossible to enjoy and I'm, I'm really sorry I'd like to boot it to be honest i would g- genuinely. we've discussed it yeah I'm happy I don't want to do it it feels horrible it. it feels fucking shit but I listened to it so many times and I was just like I did not enjoy it it's, it's
2: like even even no for Yanya which I would have been ready to boot on the day uh, listening to that. I listened to her song less times than I've listened to this, and I enjoy her song more than I enjoy this one.
1: That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I I love doesn't, it doesn't. No, it's horrible.
1: It feels bad.
2: It feels bad. We I thought d- it was funny for a little bit, but no, now it still, feels still, bad. Still. No, it kind of.
0: Like, it's two things. Like, <laughs> it kind of feels like what a vet must feel like when he comes out, or he or she comes out and goes. To put it down. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't survive. I really tried because you know how much we love Big Thief. I think Mary is one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life. Man, yeah. absolutely love them.
2: That made me made it even more heartbreaking when I knew we were going to do this, and <laughs> yeah. then I found <laughs> yeah, out.
0: until today, now. <laughs> until now, this
1: is Big Thief. That's yeah, really interesting as well. Actually. Well, no,
0: it was slightly before we started recording. The there first
2: bit of tuning. <laughs> that is. Well, I'm go ahead and change my notes
1: for the next couple of songs. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> even though I really enjoyed it. no that's surprising because yeah. you know the big thief connection um but yeah no our voice can be I get what you guys mean it's mm. not for everyone yeah well I suppose it has happen eventually yeah
2: Yeah. and it's not her as an artist it's just this song and that that that's all it is uh,
1: absolutely fair enough you don't mm. need to feel bad about it guys like it's vibrant. it does it feels weird though so guys from round two what's your favourite one out of I mean I'm gonna have to tie break the song I be up so you just well I, I by default well we both have to vote by default yeah yeah I'm going for Liam's one Snash uh, the Snash yeah exactly. I thought that was fucking awesome I really enjoyed that
2: yeah good stuff cool well there, well, there we go. go so that's it we, we've we got uh, one um, tune White uh, out by Snash that is going into the final picks and we have our first boot of tune it's sad but it's happened and yeah, it's, it's, an probably, it's probably. It's probably. <laughs> is,
0: it, is it even a list at this point? No, it's a play. <laughs> it's a play. We have a, we have a play.
2: Diggle's written another play. There we go. <laughs>
0: Effortless. And it'll be as but, well received as that song. <laughs> but <laughs> no, but uh, you know, if the people listening, we haven't had much correspondence from you, which is understandable, but I haven't had any because we are a tin pot. Podcast. stop with that That's... <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know why I really want that to get through no we're just just three guys and a couple of like maybe a couple of dozen of people listen to it and we really do appreciate it and thank you very much but if you guys have any strong opinions against our decision to boot that tune out of our mind by Adrian Lenker then let us know just send us some snatch
2: <laughs> round three
0: Alright, so for my first pick of round three for this episode, I have chosen, I have chosen, I have chosen, I have chosen Everlasting Love by The Love Affair, and the reason why is because I've been singing this song to myself for the last three or four weeks, I can't get it out of my head, and I was thinking, oh, I do really want to put this song in, and I thought, you know what, fuck it, just put it in. Can I stop you for a second? Oh. So, The Love Affair are a pop band from the late 60s and 70s. It's a song that I can never listen to once. I always have to listen to it twice. And I think I spoke about it when we were discussing our Scottish artists and we were talking about that song Black Eyed Boy by um, Texas. And I, was, and I said how the melody is quite addictive. Now, this song, I find the whole thing very addictive. I it's very cheesy, very poppy, but I just fucking love it. I can't help but dance around to it and jump about and when I'm cooking and this song's on the cooking gets delayed by a solid 15 minutes I could be halfway through chopping an onion and mm-hmm. that, cho- that onion isn't getting chopped for at least 10 minutes <laughs> you know, I, mean, I listened to this song three or four times before I realise what's going on chopping things to the beat cutting my cell and shit because I don't know what's going on I just love it I, again I only put it up because I've just been singing it to myself and singing it about the flat so much I felt like again like with the, the Eels song I wanted to get it out of me in a weird way and this is a this is a very similar thing i just want to get it into this playlist into this podcast and get it out get it away hasn't worked yet hopefully after speaking about it today i won't have to listen to it two times a day (laughs) because it's been been that way for the last two weeks but yeah it's it's very poppy very cheesy but i think that the melody is fucking great i think his singing is fantastic not much else to say what do you guys reckon
1: yeah this has a gym sound to me I don't know why but I get that 50s, 60s gym sound comes through in this song and then I thought oh, it's got a bit of racy to it like uh, yes. yeah Some Girls by Racy, top tune Absolutely. why hasn't that
0: come up yet? but
1: <laughs> well, it's coming up now and yeah it's it's a nice cheesy love song at the end of the day yeah, that's all it is, it's not jumping out at me as my favourite of anything, like it's not my favourite tune ever but I do like it mm-hmm. and I said that and then a triangle, so look him in. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> no, never mind. Really, yeah, definitely the catch is so good. <laughs> That's what i say. But yeah, you get, like, how many songs, man, do you get where you're sitting listening to it and you're like, yeah, this is fine. And then a triangle comes in and you're like, well, you win. That's it. I can't do anything out of this. So it's not blow your socks off, but it certainly ruffles them a little bit.
3: Mm.
1: <laughs> it pulls them off one by one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just sort of, you know, when you've got your socks fully up and then they go down a wee bit, that's what the song's doing to me. <laughs>
3: okay.
0: <laughs> and yeah, that <then> <laughs> I wrote that down. Don't know why. We could have a I, sockometer yeah. for each yeah. song. How far off are your socks? <laughs> yeah, this is point three on the socks <laughs> scale. Um, yeah, and then you know you get
1: this never-ending outro fade, that I just love. Yeah. I love it. I wish I'd seen it live mm. because I want to know when they stop. bands don't do it enough these days the never ending outro they're just fucking fabulous going on Mm
2: -hmm. Yep,
1: enjoyed it not my favourite like I said but it's good cheese, it's catchy it's got a triangle in it certainly misplaced my socks slightly (laughs) yeah
2: I don't have that much to say mainly I absolutely love the song I've got five notes first one is, well the the first two it's a nostalgia song but I don't know where I've heard it before or if I've heard it before
0: I think you probably, you must have done it. I must
2: have. It's definitely least popped up in a movie or two that I've seen. Definitely. But that, that, that's what it is. It's, an, it's, it's, it's a very nostalgic sound. The three other points that I have are bass is ace, the wo o o bits are ace, <laughs> and just a very G song. G, meaning? Good. Brilliant.
1: You can yeah. have one note on the triangle, so...
2: I didn't have one note on the tri- triangle soul. Oh, you didn't
1: listen
2: to it better. Okay, well, okay, okay. I, I, <laughs> I Add a sixth bit Go back and listen to the triangle soul. Yeah, do <laughs>
1: there you go because it fucking
2: makes the song. It's just it's it's just a very 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 good, dancey tune. Yeah. Mm. Liam, what are you going at? That
1: that what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> what's your song, mate? <laughs> what What's, what's your this, song, mate? What's your song? track Mate. nicholson
2: oh that's oh, a good one that's a good one got our track fun in this
0: week
1: good i i've oh,
2: just man. came up with one but i don't want to use it because it's fucking horrendous. use it, it. A bit
1: just, for just,
0: alternative no i'm gonna I'm, I'm, no, I'm
2: gonna use it now all right my nickel track <laughs> i
0: feel sad <laughs>
2: So my Nickel track is Under My Voodoo by Sublime. This is a surprisingly funky entry from the punk reggae ska band that is Sublime. Everyone should listen to these guys. It's fucking awesome. My my first note is, how good is this? I think that speaks for itself.
0: Well, how good is
2: it? It's very fucking good.
0: Excellent.
2: I thought it spoke for itself, but apparently not. The guitar in the beginning, followed by the drum fill, like, the, just that intro bit before the, the song actually starts is just fucking awesome and it pulls you right in. The guitar in this is just very, very self-indulgent. All the kind of guitar solos and that throughout, but it just works so fucking well. It's interesting to have the vocalists singing in the same tune as the guitar, but after repeated listens, and I've listened to this for a good few years, it just, it just works and I think they're... There's something to be said that because I didn't notice this, cause me and Jim listened to this song the other night when we were editing one of the other episodes, and I pointed this out. But I then listened to it with my earphones in, and the production on this song you can't quite hear through a speaker. I don't know if you've listened to it with the earphones in or just through a speaker.
0: No, I get exactly what you mean. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because when I was talking talking about it, I was just like, oh, it's just kind of it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird that it's like the same the same kind of melody and all that. There's just these layered vocals that kind of give it a surreal element that kind of fits the aesthetic of this song, like, of the whole the, the whole voodoo-ness that he's talking about. It just, it works, and, yeah, heads up, guys, if you're listening to the song, which you will be, I was about to say listen to it on your headphones, but I doubt people are listening to podcasts on speakers. So, you know... As Back p- <laughs> of the bus, man, But yes, yeah, the, the actual production... Lends a lot of goodness to this song. As goodness is not the kind of v- ad- adjective that I want to use, but that'll do. The vocals throughout are just like just showcases his rawness, and like it's just very, very fucking good. Bass is heavy and consistent. At the end, afterwards, the reggae breakdown, which continues on the kind of like, stuff that's going on throughout the rest of the song, is just awesome. I could do without the kind of like thrashing guitar bit for the like last few seconds, but it's not horrendous. It it works within the context of the song, but personally, I would have I would have cut that bit out. Yeah, I think I think that's about all I've got to say. <laughs>
3: Sorry, that's
1: the way I would have cut that bit. Out. Yeah, like you're a podcast producer, not a
0: music producer. But <laughs> <you. laughs> no, we all could be music producers. Oh, we could. Yeah. This, is, this is this is like a, what we're doing now. This is earning our degree, yeah. our PhDs in music
2: producing. This is this is my dissertation right now. There
0: you go. <laughs> but yeah, lots of goodness.
2: Yeah, I, I o- overall it's just a fucking awesome fucking chin.
0: I don't think goodness is an adjective.
2: You know what? If Dougal can make up fucking things, I can make up fucking things as well.
0: You can make things up. <laughs> <laughs> making up things and making things up are two different things. Why am I being such a cunt right now? I know, not am really enjoying it. What do you think I'm about really, this song, Jim? I'm really sorry, Liam. Yeah, you mentioned I've uh, got ska punk as the genre. Mm. You mentioned that, and actually, in a better way, you said other words which are cool. <laughs> reggae, mainly. That was the word, <laughs> and it was a wee bit
2: of funky as well.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Reggae funk, ska punk, ska punky funky reggae. Anyway, so
2: is he having an aneurysm or something? Or something?
0: You off for saying
3: goodness. <laughs> Go on. I did. I
0: did. I did not. I love you very much. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so my notes are difficult vocals to begin with. Well, no, later, my note after the next note is vocals become great. Like when it first starts, I'm a bit uneasy. Mm-hmm. Not really getting into i I got that the first time he played it, but I think it's just because the music was doing all the heavy lifting, but then his vocals later become ace and mm-hmm. really, really work. Very dynamic and unique. Uh, next note music crashes into action. And it's ace. Yeah. No, like that idea of like a dance track wherever when it drops. Yeah. This song, when it starts, it almost feels like all the music just falls mm-hmm. and carries on. It's fucking ace. I love it. I'm, I'm living for it. I'm having it all day. Like right. Phenomenal guitar solo. Need more solos in bit. There's a distinct lack of amazing guitar solos in our songs. Yeah.
3: I would agree with that. Yeah.
0: It livens it up, gives it this freshness and just makes what's already a great song even better if you really think about guitar solos more often because I, I like them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like guitar solos too, Jim.
0: But yeah, that's all I had to say. I've really enjoyed it. I love all the different elements coming together and I'd really like to explore this band a little bit more. There was, a couple, was this the band that you sh- you played me a couple of tunes from? I, I showed
2: you a few of them, yeah. Yeah,
0: there were some of them I didn't quite... I think more of the.
2: I mean, I could. I, I tried to kind of keep it succinct just to this song but there's, there's a lot of there's a lot I could talk about sublime like they're just they're just fucking ace and it is it's such a divide because some of their songs are purely punk some of their songs are purely reggae and there's a lot of ska in between
1: what is ska? Madness and specials shit like
0: that (laughs) <laughs> it makes it feels... you hit high knees and shit like that yeah because the... i was thinking what defines that it's so clear and distinct yeah. but i don't know what it is
2: oh, okay, oh, okay so I there's there's love ska yeah yeah
1: su- like ska is such an underrated genre mm-hmm. it's sort of like oh yeah well madness today you know the specials and real then, big uh, fish uh, yeah, yeah 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 and then you've sort of got people who don't really like there's no a, a more appreciation for it yeah but then you watch the fucking musicians play. Yeah. And you go, holy shit. Like, this is amazing. Yeah.
2: Do you have anything else to say to go?
1: I have something to say about this band. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't spoke yet. So, Liam, your song by The Sublime. Really good. Really enjoyed it, man. Um, when you get... Uh, I'll read my notes as I wrote them, I think, because it's probably the best way to get my journey through this. So first of all, you've got, yeah, I'm in the guitar with this guy is really cool. And then you've got, I can see this being a song from like Burnout or something. Yeah. So I can see that sort of like your classic sort of early 2010s games and stuff like that. That's sort of, this can hit on that one. Yeah. And then I've got, it's definitely a theme this week from Liam, which obviously it is. Yeah. Um, then I put, get the whammy bar out, I'm <laughs> in. <laughs> Was, fuck me whammy bars don't get used as much as they should and they're a lot of fun to use yeah the only problem is they don't you, your guitar goes out of tune when you use one but they're a lot of fun to play with
2: oh they're fucking awesome uh,
1: then I put a bit of zeppelin in there I think Like, there's a wee bit of zeppelin-y things going
2: on yeah there. no I, I was in I, the more
1: rocky before you get to this because like obviously the first section you've got this sort of punk rock yeah verging more on rock than punk I'd almost argue yeah and um, before you go into the reggae and the scan, the sort of almost remix sort of euphoric vibe that's going on. Yeah. And in that, that scent before that, I was like, there's a little bit of Zeppelin. I can see when the levee breaks and shit like that. I can, I'm getting that sort of vibe going on.
2: Yeah, you know, absolutely. no, absolutely.
1: I'd have to listen again. So I got a bit of Zeppelin going on. Not so much as like, they're not Zeppelin, obviously. No one is. But they, there's a bit of that vibe coming through yeah. i think is the best way to put that and then i put fabulous guitar solo Yep. which jim spoke about there and then we go reggae and i'm interested mm. because there's this very distinct jump between mm-hmm. punk rock and then going straight into this reggae and i love that because i'm very into reggae as well mm. if you give me reggae scat and rock mm. i'm a happy man know what I mean? That's like yeah. that's like a start a main course in dessert on one song and <laughs> I'm yeah. fucking chuffed. Um, then I put this is a genre journey of a song you know, we like a journey here on a bit, and then we move into this sort of remix state. Mm-hmm. It's really weird, it's like, I think it's maybe trying to be more ska, mm-hmm. but it sort of sounds a bit like they're remixing their own song, mm-hmm. but it really actually does work. And then I put I'm interested and I'm having a lot of fun with it Yeah. And I think this is probably the most interesting song we've put on this week. Because, and it's not my favourite song of the week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, because my favourite song is The Twilight Sad that I'm going to speak about next. (laughs) But I can't have my own song as my favourite song. But it's like, it's so interesting, this song, and it has so much different bits going on. It somehow works really well. Yeah. Without trying to work so much. Like, it's effortless in its like sort of it's composition yeah and I think that's really good and I like it so thanks man absolutely cheers right lay late on us man give so, us that so my tune is that summer at home I'd become the invisible boy by the twilight Sad. my relationship with this song started when I worked Uh, When I ran a pub with my pal Alistair, we were doing Scott's Night, we called it. So it was like a a tribute to Scott Hutchison on Burns Night to do something different and something interesting to music fans because that's what we were. So we were sitting downstairs in the office when we were meant to be running a pub and Alistair had his guitar with him. So we sat and we were playing about with songs and we started playing about with um, the live version of Yourself Warm. Which is on the before the podcast pilot. And at the end of that song, Scott Hutchison starts singing They're Standing Outside But They're Looking In, which is from this song by The Twilight Sad that I put in. James Graham, the lead singer of The Twilight Sad, actually sings most of the stuff in Keep Yourself Warm on that version. And anytime Twilight's, uh, anytime Frightened Rabbit did that song live, James Graham would be invited on stage to sing it because he could sing the high notes better than Scott Hutchinson could. <laughs> So we started playing along and started working out the harmonies for Keep Yourself Warm. And then we started playing this song. That summer at home, I'd become the Invisible Boy. It's a very dark, like, solemn song. We decided that we'd change every minor chord in this song for a major chord and call ourselves the Sunshine Happy and play like... <laughs> <laughs> and it was almost like the Muppets covering it. <laughs> it was very strange. But it was a lot of fun to do, and that's where my relationship with this song started this is from twilight Sad's first album 14 summers and 14 winters which is my album recommendation of the week
2: i will again i i concur
1: i've also got my music video recommend my sort of youtube video recommendation from this as well which is james graham singing keep yourself warm at i'm pretty sure it's primavera and the guy is sensate. when he sings that song live fuck me and this is the thing i want to speak about the twilight sad because I enjoyed them from playing that song with Alistair and then I went to see them live the emotion James Graham dances like he's on Ekkies
3: the
1: whole time <laughs> but he's not now these days don't know about the past not going to speculate but these days he's not he's got a kid he's a very homeless or sort a of dad mm-hmm. but he still dances and it's like it's like he's on Ekkies but what's happening is he feels every beat that goes into his fucking soul mm-hmm. and it's amazing and then, since Scott Hutchison died, they always cover Keep Yourself Warm and it's the most emotional thing I've ever seen live in my life. I could, You can't help but cry when you watch that man cover it. And if you watch the video of him at Primavera, he can't finish that song because he is devastated by it. But this is how he like pays tribute to his friend and it's fucking amazing. And if we want to go back to this song now, after I've done that long sort of contextualising it, it's a fucking, it's such an interesting song. There's sort of like dissonant lyrics between each other. They're all sort of, could be about be having a shit upbringing, could be about hating your parents, could be about fucking wanting to set fire to your house. You don't know, it's fucking dark and broody. It's dark, loud and beautiful. And then you get that end where he is screaming into the night, screaming. They're standing outside and they're looking in and, you know, speaking about the cunt sitting at his desk while he's laughing away and shit like this. It's absolutely beautiful. It's one of my favorite songs ever written. I fucking just, I can't sin enough how much I love it. So the title, That Summer At Home I Had Become The Invisible Boy, I read. Is a reference to Stand By Me. I don't know how, out of having watched that film once, I'm not entirely sure, mm-hmm. but it apparently that's what the title is a reference to. Mm-hmm. But the song itself, fucking unbelievable. The emotion, the passion, the music, everything works together. I love it. What have you guys got to say about it?
2: But yeah, no, it's it's pure unadul- uh, un- unadulterated goodness. It's got quite a sombre start to I, I I get like by the way, I've got, I've got very, very minimal notes in this. I it's got quite a somber kinda of crooning start and then it comes out with these almost kinda of, like shouting roary vocals. And it's just it's just awesome. The, the the one thing that can encapsulate what I meant uh what I want to see, I read online and that was it's punishing and pretty. Yeah,
0: mm. yeah. yeah that's nice. nice. Yeah. yeah, that works. Alliteration. They're a post-punk indie rock band. <laughs> 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 and So what i decided to do is i am going to, again, just read out my notes. And then I have a question to ask you, though, which I think will be very bewildering to you because it's been... Anyway, great vocals. Don't know why I hated them. I hated them. Or I said I did. Remember when <laughs> I was talking about Biffy Clyro? Yeah. And I said that when I was in college and stuff. I I, I over that in that episode I'm not going to do it in this episode but for some reason I hated it I think it was just the the vocals whatever it is but that I wasn't really listening to contemporary music yeah. at the time for some you know that this is another one of those bands I was like oh I don't like them but then I actually listened to them and so I've missed out so much so it builds up powerfully beautiful and has a really nice sliding guitar part in it in the background mm-hmm. potent and grim lyrics which I, you've obviously covered so I of the notes this is a staggeringly beautiful song and if this isn't the pick of the week we're doing something wrong I reckon this has got to be the pick of the week we can just say that now you in for it? no alright well cool uh, but no I really enjoyed it I I was I was just blown away by it it was very mesmeric very as you say dark and brutal I can't articulate it any better than you guys did but yeah I don't know why for some reason the Twilight side I th- it's because the the Glaswegianese singing mm-hmm. I just didn't like I remember I was talking about it I was just like oh, I can't get into it Glaswegian singing, did I like it? Love Glaswegians, love La- Glaswegian <laughs> singers. Don't know why that had an issue with that, but that was, as again, very, uh, once again, very reminiscent of the Biffy Clyro thing. I just, I'd formed an opinion without having listened to them, and then believed it for so long that it became true. So I never actually listened to them, but after listening to this, I'll definitely be listening to them a lot more. Oh, is this a world war question? Yeah, because I. I have a very distinct memory got, Now this is going to sound strange She landed there in kaboom That fun, bit of humour there <laughs> <laughs> That was <laughs> A little bit of A little bit of banter you know, Never No anyone did it <laughs> Anyway <laughs> I have a very very distinct memory Of getting out of a red car In an Asda car park and saying to someone across the car, why do I hate the Twilight Sad? I don't know who was in the car, I don't know if it was a dream. I have an exceptionally vivid memory of that.
2: Dougal, do you know anyone that drives a red car? No.
0: Yeah, yeah. probably. Because it, it, was, it, was ab- <laughs> it was in yeah, Aberdeen probably. as well. Definitely.
2: Okay, in, in Aberdeen, Dougal, do you know anyone that drove well, a red car? I
1: spoke about the Twilight Sad with you
0: in Aberdeen. It wasn't you then? I have a very vivid image of having a discussion with someone about the twilight sag in a car getting out of it it was red it was probably red while I was still in it but when I <laughs> go out of it I saw how red it was <laughs> and I, I looked over the the roof of the car to someone and said I just don't like them I want to like them but I don't I mean number one why would I have that image in my head if it didn't happen mm. two if it was a dream why have I retained it because it's one of the most boring dreams you could ever have mm. but it wasn't you no, no. Asta all. Car
1: Park. Nah, I don't think we ever went
0: to an Asta together. That's the thing as well, I don't ever remember being at an Asta with you.
1: Nah. No. We I don't think we've ever been to an Asda
0: together. We should go to an to to uh Tuneaboot Road Trip. Turnaboot Road Trip to Azda <laughs> <laughs> No, it's weird. Looking Asda granted. Because I was listening to it. And it wasn't until yesterday the day before Red Car. Twilight Side. It was weird, I was like <laughs> It was like the most boring memento film you've ever seen. I was just like, "What the fuck am I thinking that about?" Anyway, but anyway, other than that, it was—it's one of the most staggeringly gorgeous songs I've ever heard, and I'm gonna have to listen to them because mm. why have I not before? So, lads,
1: we have the three tracks from this round. Who's everyone's favourite? Well, can
0: you can you name them all without looking at your notes? Oh no,
1: <laughs> no, I could not.
0: Right, well, it's uh, "Everlasting Love" by the Love Affair. And the Twilight Sad. And Sublime. on the Twilight
2: Sad. <laughs> Kokoreito. Just trying to annoy
0: you, man. So we have
1: Everlasting Love by The Love Affair, Under My Voodoo by uh, the Sublime, and That Summer at Home I've Become the Invisible Boy by Twilight Sad. What is your pick for round three?
2: There's got to be Twilight Sad.
1: I would have went Sublime. But that, well, I, where, I appreciate I, that. Yeah, I, I would have went that. Twilight Sad if I could. But yeah, I yeah, no, So um, I haven't got yeah. Sublime. But yeah, so our... Three for Catch of the Week this week are That Summer at Omo Become the Invisible Boy by The Twilight Sad. Then we had Snash White Out mm-hmm. and we also had Fall by Lisa Hannigan.
2: I would like to make a point though, that uh, because Twilight Sad were obviously the winner. As much as I'm protesting and all that, as a joke, Twilight Side obviously won. However, I would like to make the recommendation this week for Sublime, the Jim. Do you do Do you rec- agree, Jim?
0: The recommendation of what the album?
2: The, uh, yeah, fuck it. The gold album, the compilation album. Well, the, the Sublime compilation album is got enough in it. There's it's fucking
0: ace. Well, we can do that as well. Can keep that. And
1: I just like to point out that the two tunes that I've got left in this playlist, they both won. What is your catch of the week? Twilight Sad for me.
2: Obviously, Twilight Sad for me.
1: Um. Yeah, I'm gonna
0: vote for one tune. Fuck it. Well, sad. <laughs>
2: let's have a wipe out with it Wait, Let's have a whiteout.
0: <laughs> you know what, if, if you liked any of the other songs and what listened to those albums, we are fine with that <laughs> <laughs> We won't stop nah, I, mean, I,
2: mean, I mean these are all just recommendations
1: Thank you very much for listening If you could again subscribe listen to us, like, look out for the playlists that are going to be on Apple Music and they're going to be on Spotify, uh, look at the description of the episode so that you can find out the tracks that are going to be on it. Obviously the, uh, there's going to be a track on the of Tune playlist, which is really good to listen to as well, just in your spare time. <laughs> and it's been fun. It's been fun to be back in the room with you guys, which I really like.
2: Yeah, we're, we're a lot drunker than normal.
1: Yeah, and we have another one to record after this. <laughs> so we're going to wrap it up, and thanks
0: for listening. I'm Dougal. I'm Liam. And I'll always be Jim. We Unless we you. replace
2: I'll... you, to be fair.
0: Well, I'll still be Jim. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, not enough we replace you.
0: I'll um, still be Jim. We
1: love
2: you all. You'll be a, a,
0: a Just, Jim. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right, listen, if we get rid of you, <laughs> which we won't, obviously, but if we did, you'd still be called Liam. Fucking get rid of me then.
1: Oh, that's good. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Tune boots sponsored by MJ Horticulture. Get your grit and
0: find other shit. What the fuck
2: was that? Right, fuck me. Chinaboot.
0: Skish,
3: skish, (laughs) belush, motherfuckers.